Do you have friends who finished business courses in college and yet they are struggling in their own businesses? Are you surprised that some of them cannot even answer your business questions? Or are you one of those who still believe that a business diploma is a guarantee of business success? We will be talking about the fourth of the five things they did not teach you in school about business that you should watch out for. Welcome to the Business Pinoy Podcast. Our mission is to help women and men like you go from fear, confusion, and self-doubt to self-confidence and fulfillment by discovering, starting, and growing the best businesses for you in less than a year through our business coaching and mentoring programs. Here's your host, Mirna Tamatividad, your mommy negotiator. We started exploring this topic three episodes ago. We said that there are many things they don't teach in business school. So if you are curious about what the first three things are, please check out the previous episodes, okay? Here in this fourth one, in the five things they did not teach you in school about business that you should watch out for. And number four is how to sell and why you should focus on sales. I have a mentee, let's call her Joanna. It's not her real name. From her lola to her mother and then to her, the recipe of baguong with gata went from generation to generation. And now in her generation, she has turned it to a business by bottling it. It has been so successful that many people buy it to give to others as kasalubong whenever they travel out of their city. Yet she only produces a limited quantity of it. And more often than not, it's always out of stock. So when she came to me to consult, I was surprised that her sales were not her problem. It was something else that's unrelated to sales. I could not help it, and so I pointed it out to her, and she said, Mommy and it's okay. We are content with the volume of our sales because it's enough to feed us three times a day already and to send our four kids to the best schools in the city. You see, Mommy and we already have a house and lot, two cars, and we travel twice a year. What else do I need to produce more for? And this was what I told her. You know, Joanna, your recipe is a huge blessing that you and your family have. How happy is this product making your customers? Do you know that the more happiness you are giving out, the more blessed you and your family will be? Also, how many people are you employing now? Do you know how much you are uplifting the lives of these families, of the people you employ? You see, if you don't hire them, do you know that their kids won't be enjoying the lives that they're having now? As she nodded her head, I asked, why don't you want to help more families and more kids by giving more employment? That was when she realized that she should not only think of her own needs, she should go beyond her own comfort zone and share her blessing. Schools don't teach that. They just teach us to how to compute profits from our sales. They teach us that in business math and in basic accounting, this is what you should do and that is what you should not do. But they don't teach us that when we are given talents, it is our obligation to share them with our neighborhood and with the world. If we have a product or service that we can sell because people need them, and they are willing to pay for them, it is our moral obligation to do whatever it takes to increase our sales. So, my question to you who have not started your business, but who has the desire, because the business bug has been poking at you for a long time already, when will you start? If you are given the talent, know that biblically, if you don't use it, it will be taken away from you. Remember? It makes total sense because your talent is needed by people. And if you don't use it, a benevolent God will always make sure that the needs of fierce people will not wait for you forever, right? If you have a business idea and don't act on it, the idea will always be given to somebody else. Now, another question to those who are in business. In what way have you been focusing only on yourself, your own needs? And in what way have you been staying small? 
in what way are you not growing your sales and are just content with the size of your business? You might say, how will I grow my sales, Lami N? Well, there are 1,001 ways to do that, and the answer is in Google. But just for today's episode, I will point out three questions that you can ask yourself. Question number one, what problems of your customers can your product or services solve? And how clearly are you communicating which way your product is solving these problems for them? Now, most business owners will just be focused on selling their products and services. Sell, 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 sell. When they cannot sell, they lower their price. Go on sale after sale, promo after promo, desperately trying to sell more. This is why before you start your business, this is one of the things that you need to learn. Who are your customers? What problems do they have? And how can you, just you, solve them with your talent? Never start a business by deciding on the product or the services first. Products and services are easy to find. They're all around you. What is difficult is to find customers who will buy your product or your services. So find the problems of your target customers first and tell them clearly in your ads, posters, tarpaulins, posts, etc. about what you can do for them. If you already have a business and are now finding it hard to push your products or services, this second question is for you. Question number two, what kind of people are buying your products and services? And where can you find more of them? I have a mentee who opened the Sari Sari store only six months ago. What she found was that most of the people who bought from her were parents and kids who needed art supplies like crayons, papers, plastic envelopes, etc. And she saw that these were all passers-by. After we talked, she decided on a strategy to increase her sales. Very simple, to attract the same type of customers, not only passers-by, but from all over her barangay and the adjacent barangays, she decided to do that by giving them free delivery for a minimum purchase of 250 pesos. She also designed these two tactics, post a tarpaulin across her store facade to highlight the art supplies and free delivery. Second tactic, post her art supplies sporadically on her Facebook profile and aggressively add new parents from her barangay as friends. You see, even a sari-sari store can do simple things to increase sales, right? All you need to do is to find the same type of customers in a bigger geographical area. Now, question number three, who are your competitors? And how can you be better than them in the minds of your customers? That was the question I had in mind before I became Mommy Hen or Mommy Negosyo. In the mind of women and men who want to start a business, especially those who did not finish a business course, who do they think of? I found three competitors. Competitor number one are business schools offering four-year entrepreneurship programs. Okay, so I ask, how can I be better than these who are offering entrepreneurship programs? How can I be better? Well, my mentees can start their business between three months to less than a year, depending on how seriously they will apply what they learn. They can also learn from me practical lessons, more than what they can learn from the textbooks. No lessons to memorize, no examinations to pass. Learning is measured by how well they can apply and how successful their business will be. My weakness, however, is that I cannot give them the diploma and so that is something I can still work towards. And maybe there are some people who really do not need a diploma. Competitor number two are other business mentors who offer short-term programs or also online programs. What is the competitive advantage of Mami Head? Well, I have 40 years of business experiences in various businesses that they don't have. The other mentors do not have that vast amount of experience. And the one-on-one -on -one and group coaching that I do, a lot of mentors, most mentors don't do that as well. So I am also very patient, which comes from my being a mother, a teacher, and an NLP practitioner. And what their strengths are is that most people are aware of them. People have heard of them more than they are aware of me. So my goal now would be to increase customer awareness. And that is one thing that I need to improve on. 
Are you seeing the thought process? All right. Competitor number three, thousands of free YouTube videos, Google articles, and courses are out there. These are my competitors. I can never compete with anything that's free because I have to pay people who are making my work as mommy and possible. There are people who create my videos, my presentations, etc. They do have families to feed, right? So I can do free lives on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, videos on all of these uh, platforms and even TikTok. But on the other hand, I will also need to sell courses to sustain my team. Now, but what women and men can learn from free stuff, however, is not valuable until they are able to apply them and create successful businesses. And what I have learned is that there are many people who enjoy learning from free stuff, but only one out of 10 will roll up their sleeves to apply. And for those who apply, it will be faster and cheaper for them to succeed with the help of a mentor than to apply by themselves through trial and error. So I use myself as an example here because I want you to see how a business owner thinks. Okay, look at and observe the thought process. The lesson I want you to learn here is that you need to study your competitors. Compare yourself with them, find what their weaknesses are that can be your advantage over them, and make it your competitive advantage. So, three ways to sell more as we learned today. First is to communicate the problem that you are solving in your ads and even in the way you or your sales staff talk to customers. Number two, find more of the customers that you are already serving. Where are they? Look for them and sell to them. Number three, determine your competitive advantage. Okay? Now, why is sales important? Well, sales is how you bring in money to your business. And sales is also the indicator of how you're able to help your customers and your employees with the talents that you have been given. There should be no stopping sales growth because it is your obligation to grow. Grow it as much as you can. Okay? This is Mommy Ann saying, be business-minded. You've been listening to the Business Pinoy Podcast with your host, Mommy Negosho. Our mission is to help business owners like you start and grow profitable businesses and actualize your opportunities to serve and give to yourself and others. Are you a purpose-driven business builder? This is your personal invitation to join our online community, grow through our coaching and mentoring programs and live events. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash purpose-driven business builders for all the details. Thanks for joining us.